0: And remember, you can't heal if you refuse to deal. everybody. Cheryl Boggs Ministries presents Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Psalm 91 and 1 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is truly the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this program. I pray, God, that people that are listening and that are logged on, God, that they will receive a word from you. I thank you for an uplifting, inspiring, encouraging program on today. And I just thank you for it in Jesus' name. I'm Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to Resting in His Word. I'm so glad that you've joined me today, so go ahead, call, text, or email a friend. Let them know that Resting in His Word is on the air, and they'll be so glad that you did. Sing
1: of love Sing of love
0: yes, 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 this is the day that the Lord has made, and I am determined. And I know you are too, to rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what, no matter the situation, it just always seems like everything on that Monday, everybody has to have it. everything needs to be. But you know what? When we just put a smile on our face and say, you know what? everything is going to work out and i'm going to get everything done that i need done well it's a be a beautiful day here in the dallas texas bedford texas arlington texas you know it's it's just a beautiful beautiful day and we are thankful to the lord for his goodness his mercy his love and his loving kindness well i'm evangelist cheryl boggs and for the next uh, I guess a couple of hours. We're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna be your Bible encourager, and I got some friends that are gonna help encourage you in the Word of the Lord. Uh, Lady Evelyn J is gonna be joining me in just a little bit. Then we'll take a walk in the Word with Elder Brett Guilford, and then my next guest. We're celebrating uh, what you would say mm, Black History Month, and uh, she's been. A justice, her name is Jacqueline Smith, and we're gonna hear about her television series Justice Jackie. Okay, we're gonna that's gonna be in the second hour. So you're definitely gonna want to stay tuned. So let me check in on you. How are you doing today? I pray that you are doing well. Let's see who's already logged on. Listen, if you know how to share me, share me. If you know, um, let people know that the Cheryl Boggs show is on the air. Okay, we got people from the Bahamas on. Hey, Brother Darry, how are you? You like that song? Yeah. Um, I recorded that a couple of years ago. Sing of the love of the Lord forever. Right, right. All right. Well, hopefully you give me some information and I'll be coming uh, to the Bahamas in April if everything works out. All right. Well, it's a beautiful day and we are going to kick the program off with a Lady Evelyn J, and her Empowered Enjoy segment. Hello.
2: Hello, everyone. It's good to be back. On another great Monday evening, I tell you, these Mondays are flying by. I cannot believe how fast they are flying by. And I tell you what, we have to, um, we definitely have to uh, uh, stay prayed up because these days are just going too fast. And I know the Lord, um, one thing the Lord has told us to do is uh, continually to pray. I'm going to reach back here real quick because I think my computer is going to try to log off. Um, My power switch was not plugged in. I do apologize for this. But that's how things go when you're doing stuff live. (laughs) But anyway, I I thank God for his mercy and his grace. This weekend was an awesome weekend, um, especially yesterday we celebrated at our church Black History Month. And I do want to thank God for Black History Month because I am an African-American and I thank God for where God has brought us to, where we came from the beginnings to where we are today. We have to thank God because it's such a blessing to see some of us reap the rewards um, of our ancestors. We, we are laboring in our ancestors um, what they were denied, what the canker worm took. We are really experiencing what God said in his word that we would experience. Um, and I just I just thank God every day that I wake up and I have the liberty and the freedom to be who I am as an African-American. Um, there are some that went before us and they paid the ultimate price of death. But you know what? You know, those things do happen. But I thank God that he allowed me to see where we are today. And I don't take it for granted (laughs) because it could be taken from us. But if we continue to press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is Christ Jesus, nothing can can stop us. That's all I got to say. I just thank God for the Black History Month and what we did on yesterday, just Uh, Our choir sung some of the old school songs that we all grew up on, which was so powerful and just brought back so many, so many memories of old church, old choir (laughs) and all of that. So I'm just thanking God for Black History Month. And I want to continue lifting up the prayers for those that are in uh, Syria and in Turkey, because I think they announced that there was another uh, tremble, uh, trembling earthquake. I'm not sure how how on the rector scale, how powerful it was, but they're still recovering. And uh, so we want to continue to pray for them over there in those, uh, over there in that area, you know, because God is working. (laughs) Signs and wonders uh, are really, you know, just happening everywhere in the world. So we as believers got to believe what we see because God is working. And so I also want to pray for those that are families that have lost loved ones at the university Um, and then there was another shooting on yesterday people are just I don't know what's going on I do know what's going on but we have to be prayerful we have to pray without ceasing because it's so much happening and so when we hear or we see we don't want to get despondent and say there's no God because some people are doing that some people out there say there's no God because God will not allow this to happen oh yes he will you just go back and read in the Bible days. (laughs) Things will happen for people to understand who they're supposed to look toward, look toward God. He said, when we we see these things, get closer and closer to him when we see these things that are happening on the land, wars and rumors of wars, everything just kind of like out of, it's in chaos. But we got to trust and believe that our God is still sitting high and looking low. He's got everything in control. So, I'm thanking God for that, so <clears throat> my subject tonight is about being blessed by our Father in Heaven. I thank God because you know there's so many things that we can be thankful for, and just the little things you know just you just think about your eyesight, just the little things that how precious your eyesight is and when you have to go to the doctor and get your eyes examined, wearing, I wear glasses. So when you go to the doctor, you're like, okay, Lord, <clears throat> my eyes are getting dimmer. But, you know, Lord, I still got sight. And I'm blessed. I'm thankful. I still have sight. And I just thank God for that. I really do. Um, the ears, we have ears to hear. And, you know, we have a nose to smell and a mouth to speak. And some people were not born with a mouth to speak or they, they didn't have eyes to see. And so those of us that are believers and they're believers as well, we got to thank God for what we have. Just the little little things we got to start thanking God for. And um, this one scripture that comes to mind is Philippians 4.19. It says, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. He will supply every, not one need, every need of yours, according to his riches and glory. And I also read this probably last week sometime on another platform about James 1.17. It says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So every good gift comes from God. Every good gift, and I receive every good gift that comes from God. It's those gifts that come unexpected when you don't even be expecting them, and they come unexpectedly and that is a good God, a perfect gift from god and and it says here in luke six thirty eight give, give, and it will be given to you good measures pressed down, shaken together, running over. And it will be put into your lap for with the measures you use, it will be measured back to you. And, you know, in this time and season, some people have a problem giving. (laughs) I don't. I don't have a problem giving. I don't have a problem uh, uh, paying somebody's rent because I've done that. I've paid somebody's rent. And uh, I thank God because you know what? God done multiplied it. He done gave me back what I done put out. So it's a, it's a very important to give. Don't be stingy, as some people say, that word stingy. You could come across people that are so stingy, you're like, goodness gracious, they won't give you nothing. I think about the, the rich man that wouldn't even give the crumbs from his table to Lazarus. And then what what happened with the rich man cast into fiery hell? And he was asking if Lazarus just give him a a dip of water, you know, but he was so stingy and would not help that poor fellow that just asked for the crumbs. We got to be careful. (laughs) We got to be able to feed those that need to be fed we got to be able to take care of those that are less fortunate than we are. We used to go down, my husband and I, we used to take our son. And up in Oklahoma City, we used to go to the um, uh, the, the, the feeding centers and and feed the people before we even broke bread ourselves. So around Thanksgiving, the holidays is when they open up all the kitchens for you to go in. You can go in any time. As we volunteer in a lot of different capacities. But that particular year, we went to go down to the the place where they fed the homeless. And I wanted my son to see, you know, you don't expect everything to be on the table, because there are some people that may not sit down at the table like you at your house every day and eat like you do. So we took him to expose my son to, you know, people that are less fortunate. And I remember when my son had... Decided to leave home like the prodigal son. (laughs) He decided to leave home and was gone for about a year and six months up in Los Angeles. And he was on the phone talking to me and he said, Mom, hold on a minute. I was like getting a little nervous. I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? He said, "Uh, hold on, because he worked near Skid Row where the homeless is. He worked at Macy's as a uh, as a cashier there in the retail department, in the men's department. And he said, hold on, Mama, wait just a minute. And so, I heard this guy, you know, in the background saying, "Hey, can you uh, can you spare me some some of your food?" And my son said, "Well, go ahead and take the fries and take the burger. I just go back and buy me another one." And he gave him his drink. He gave him everything. Really, he gave him the drink, gave him his water, and gave him uh, the fresh fries. So he went back and bought him, him him something again. And then he got back on the phone. He said, "Mom, I remember what you taught me." Hmm. He said, "I remember you said, you know, be careful." Of the strangers you entertain, because it could be an angel unaware, and so I just shouted <laughs> because I didn't even know if my son was even absorbing some of the things I was telling him about the word of God. We have to be careful for the different people we come in contact with because what if it's an angel and you don't put that person off or you didn't you know sometime our our conscience speak to us we know when when we should act and when we shouldn't act okay not to say that everybody that comes up to you have the right objectives so you do have to be wise okay so I told my son you got to be wise whenever you go wherever you go but when he told me that I didn't even know the scriptures was even going into him because he was so you know they teenagers I was a teenager so we don't listen sometimes to our parents so he went off to Los Angeles, California, to do the things he wanted to do, and and all of that. And you know, all I could do was pray and keep his cell phone on all those years. My husband and I were both unemployed at the time. This is how God blesses you, because God blessed us to have money to put in His bank account and also pay for his cell phone, so we can keep some form of communication going. So I encourage parents. You know, sometimes your child get to a point where you you're ready to put them out, but don't if they decide to leave. You keep a way open. I think about the prodigal son. The prodigal son had to come to himself. He had to go out into the world and explore the world. But it's a blessing that he made it back to his father's house. And then when he got back to his father's house, his father gave him a robe and his ring. And welcome his son back. He didn't turn his back on his son and say, no, you took your inheritance and you done done blew it all, all on your friends and everybody else. And now you don't have nothing. No, don't come back here. That's how some parents are doing this day and age. They're they're turning their backs on their children. But they got to remember, we have a merciful God. And I don't care what each individual may have experienced in their lives. God did not turn his back on you so if you have children because we have a lot of children that are struggling in this society today because it's just so much out there that is so much exposure and a lot of the exposure is not the word of god it's not the word of god so we got to pray for our young people we got to pray that somebody can come and connect with our young people and it's 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 such a blessing that god still have soldiers still have warriors that can Edify young people that can tell them a word. And there are still parents that are teaching their children the right way of God, whether they hear it or not. They are listening. Believe me, your child is listening. (laughs) I'm one. I was evidence. That young teenager didn't know that I was going to have a child. And he does pretty much almost what I did. Leave home at 19. (laughs) But praise be to God. I had a father which was in heaven that protect my every step and protect my son's every step. My son finally came back home and, you know, I welcomed him back just like the prodigal father welcomed his son back home. And a lot of parents are not doing that. A lot of parents are just shutting the door, can't deal with it. I don't have time for it or whatever the situation may be. But I'm just praying for those that are out there, those teenagers that are out there, some that don't ran away from home thinking it's better out there. We got to pray, keep praying and keep praying that our children find Christ if they don't have it. And that's why we have a father that blesses us every day. It's a blessing that children can come back home because there's a, there are so many that did not make it back home when they left thinking that I'm grown and I'm going to do what I want to do. They didn't make it back. But there are some that God is still chasing because he loves them and, and desire for them to find him again. And so Keep, I keep thinking about the Lord, how he blesses us. It says in Numbers 6, 24, 26, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes his face shine upon you to be gracious to you. The Lord lifts up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That's what our Lord do. That's what our Lord God does for us. He's going to bring us peace in the midst of storms, just like when they was on the ship. I was riding to work and was listening to riding to church yesterday morning and listening to Vanessa Bell. um, What's her name? Vanessa Bell Armstrong, I believe. I hope I didn't get that wrong. And she was singing one of those old songs that I believe uh, James Cleveland came out with. Peace be still. And, you know. When you think about that song and, and the scripture that correlates with it where the men were afraid on the ship, the storm was tossing, but Jesus was sleeping and they were scared that, oh, we're gonna we're gonna shipwreck, but all Jesus got up and did is said, Peace be still. The winds and the waves shall obey his will in that song that she was singing. Peace be still. Mm. Peace Be Still. That song, I tell you, I almost had to pull over (laughs) and get my shout on. Just riding to church, listening to Peace Be Still. We have a powerful God. He said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. We have a powerful God. When there are storms, he comes and he calls peace over them. You know, families can be in chaos, but the Lord will bring peace in the midst of family chaos. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. And it says here, Isaiah 41:10, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I would help you. I would uphold you with my righteous hand. This is what our God would do. <laughs> He's never left us. He's never forsaken us. And he said he, he would be there when no one else is there. That is what I'm so thankful for and blessed to know that I have a God that'll be there when everybody else done forsake me, when everybody has turned their backs on me, when everybody done probably persecuted me. My God is still there. He's there working things out. <laughs> like uh, I think in Fred Hammond, over in the midnight hour, God is working things out in our good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And in John 3, John uh, uh, 3, John Verse one and two, it says, beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. He wants us in good health because we can't encourage, we can't preach the word, we can't teach the word, we can't encourage and we sick and we are all out of shape and all of that. We have to, we have to take care of this temple because we get one temple. And he's given us, he's given us so many different people that specialize in that field to get that, that temple in shape. You got nutritionists, you got uh, uh uh physical trainers, we got everything here that'll keep us equipped so we can keep doing the will of God, just like in the military. They work them morning to night. My husband talks about all those early exercises that they had to get up at five o'clock in the morning to go out and get physical for the military. So that's how we have to be in the army of God. We have to be fit. We have to be ready. We have to be fortified for the fight because there is a fight. There is a kingdom fight down here on earth. There's a there's a fight for everything that's, that's of God because right now we, we're fighting principalities. <laughs> 're fighting the, we're fighting against principalities. things that are that are never have said would would exist is existing. Just like in the day of Noah, back in the day of Noah was corrupt and violence. That's why God destroyed the world. He said he, he was done. Now the world was created in Genesis 1 by Genesis chapter 6. God was done. He was telling Noah, I'm done with my people that I created. And you see how long it's been since the flood. God has had patience. Thank God he has patience. Because there's people here that still need to be saved and delivered in these times. Yes, I'm so glad God had patience. Because when I read that and I was reading, I said, Genesis 1, he just created the world. And then by time, by the time Genesis, rolled, Genesis 6 rolled around, He's commanding Moses to build an ark because he's coming to flood the world because it was so much corruption and violence. And what are we seeing today? Violence. Now we have an earthquake in diverse places, wars and rumors of war. <laughs> read your word, read your word. Um, I'm going to read this last one, 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter and the eighth verse. And it says, and God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiencies in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. Praise be to God. I thank God for that reading, because what it does, it just lifts me up. Every time I open up the word of God, I see something new. I see something that I can share, because I get excited when I read his word. I might have not been like that when I was growing up as a PK, as a preacher's kid. But I tell you what, just like I poured into my son, which I thought I would not, I would not do. I poured the word of God into my son, just like my mother and father poured the word into me. That it should not be hid in my heart. So when it comes time for me to use it, I have my, I have my, uh, my sword and my shield already here hidden in me. (laughs) So when it's time to use it it's time to use it. So I want to thank God for everybody that's listening from wherever you're hearing this, this broadcast. I thank God for resting in his word, the beautiful host, um, uh, Elder Boggs, Cheryl Boggs, and all the other people that's on this platform, Elder, uh, Elder Brett, Guilford. I just, in, I, I adore these two people because they are just, they have kind of helped me <laughs> in this journey that I'm on. And I thank God for, Uh, giving me that opportunity to be on this platform for a 20-minute segment with Empowered and Joy, giving me the gift to speak because I didn't want to do this. I thought, no, this is for somebody else, somebody more gifted, somebody that's that's got that theological degree, whatever. But all it's about is sharing and witnessing for God. That's what it's about, sharing your testimony, edifying the saints so that they can be Uh, Filled with God's word So that's what it's all about on Monday evenings On this 20 minute segment I thank God for you And may God keep you Until we meet next Monday God bless
3: Hey y'all what's going on it's Devon Franklin You're listening to Cheryl Boggs Resting in his word That's the only place you need to be Stay right here Don't turn God bless you Hi this is Jay Jerome This is Jay Jerome And you're listening to Resting in his word With Cheryl Boggs
1: Freedom,
3: but resting in lose his lose word
1: with
3: Cheryl judge, Boggs. Does, be Beautiful people, this is Major Mr. This is Why I Love You. And we're rocking with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in, resting in, in his, in his word.
2: word. What's up? It's your man Montel Jordan, and this is how we do it. You listen to my girl Cheryl Boggs, and we're resting in his word.
3: Hi, this is Pastor Marvin Winans, and you're listening to The Sheryl Boggs Show. Enjoy.
1: Sing, It's so hot and dry. You wanna lay down and die. And you, you've been trying to breathe and get your second wind. You've been asking God for the strength to try again. Cause you're about to give in. But I
0: After you. You've got that greater one living on the inside of you. And so no matter what. And did I say that? Yeah, I did. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, we walk by faith and not by sight. And uh, this I'm telling you, I tell myself <laughs> every day. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word. Heard here live every Monday, Starting at 5 p.m central 6 pm Eastern and it's time now for us to take a walk in the word. y'all let me see is that is that the elderbread?
3: Don't be me <laughs> <laughs> no one, one. Oh, I'm good. How are you? That's the question. I'm good you, you could you know it what is, did you cut did you cut evelyn a check?
0: <laughs> I know she said some nice things,
3: yeah. She yeah, we should, we cut her check.
0: yeah, normally it's oh, Bel Brad, is just so, wild. Oh,
3: so good. <laughs> no
0: uh, nah, yeah, that was I mean, we've got uh, a great, yeah. great, great team, we've got a
3: great yeah, team. we do man, we have a real good team, you know that that's the thing and 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 the thing about the team is that we're we're, we're taking the word to the street. Yep. Taking their word to the street, you know, impacting people's lives one at a time, you know, one at a time. man. so, yeah, man, it is. It's good to be part of this team. I'm telling you, I've been on here quite some time. I got seniority.
0: What's the name of the <laughs> team? What's
3: the team name? Team Cheryl. Team Cheryl. Team, team <laughs> Cheryl. I
0: love it. I love it. Team
3: love it. Cheryl. Yes, it is. So yeah. it's, it's good, man. I'm telling you, you know, and it's like, you know, I, because I get i get uh, i get every time you tell me that people's lives are being changed and, and where the word is going for the message going forth because just the only thing I see is just you and I here made some comments to come up there but when mm-hmm. you start talking about people over in Africa and all over the world you know we're doing it man <clears throat> we're t- we're taking we're touching the world you know and and I love it man I love we
0: went it. to the Bahamas today there's a radio personality and promoter derek derek Stubbs, is on he's
3: Oh, okay. from- <laughs> in the bahamas you know hey, good evening there how are you yeah tell me see you know that's the word man that is the word and, and we and we're doing our part man it's just it's so exciting it it really is exciting to be in the body of christ this time because with everything that's going on you know we've got his word and when we go to his word man we know that we're gonna be okay we're gonna be okay despite all this stuff you know, it's that is old, that old. is true.
0: I didn't read about the uh the shooting that happened yesterday. I hadn't been online. did you read about that
3: which one was that
0: see that's that's what's sad, yeah, I guess something happened yesterday i didn't didn't get it but I yeah. mean I tell you what I still believe in the blood of Jesus. I still believe yeah. in putting mm-hmm. the blood over my car yeah. um. I told you about that one little cartoon. Well, it wasn't a cartoon, but a little thing on on Facebook. And the man said, "Do you need the Do you need the Holy Ghost?" And the man, the little caption was like, "You need the Holy Ghost to go to Walmart." Yeah. you know, you need yeah. the Holy Ghost to go to tar- You need, you know, <laughs> yeah. we need it to go to the grocery store. So, you know, we want you all to cover yourselves. You know, yes. with with the blood of Jesus. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm constantly you know, doing that for his protection and the shooting in East Lansing. My brother, I have a brother that lives there in Lansing and he lives down, you know, it's not a very large town. He Mm -hmm. said he was just on the campus right before.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, that's Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the message that I did um, the five minutes we got, we did this morning talks about Mm -hmm. the report of the Lord, you know, and whose report are you going to believe whose report are you going to believe You know because you can get caught up in everything that's going on news wise and 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 and, you know and and like you talked about uh, um can't go to can't go to you can't go to the store you know you can't go to you can't go anywhere where there's not a threat that's that's, that that, there could be a potential threat you know if you have if you have the relationship with the holy spirit and the blood of jesus covering you then you're going to be okay you're going to be okay because the blood's going to cover you, and the Holy Spirit's going to guide you, and the angels are going to go before you and prepare past the peace <clears throat> and prepare past the safety for you. But you have to speak the word of God, and you have to give them something to go for because they're, they're listening. They're waiting to hear the word. They're waiting. Psalm one hundred three verse twenty says, you know, the angels are hearkening to the voice of the word, so they can get so they can get busy. You know, I like to say, you know, the na- when you wake up in the morning, the angels sit on the side of the bed with the na- Nike's all laced up. They're just sitting there, just ready to go. And all they're waiting on is to hear the word, you know, just hear the word so they can, so they can get the action, man. You know, so speak the word. You have to, we, we have to speak the word, you know, yeah. if we want to, Um, they have a victorious life, you know, especially make through this nonsense Cheryl, because this is, this, uh, it's a change in time. And it's like, when you, when you think back 20 years ago, 10 years ago to how things have progressed, Mm -hmm. that, you know, and, and if someone to tell you that 20 years ago, this was going to happen in 20 years, you'd be like, nah, nah, because Mm -hmm. of the things that we had in place then, you know, that, mm, nah, but you know, it's, uh, but in spite of all that, amen, you're right. You know, in spite of all that, you know, we've got God's word, we got a relationship with the Holy, with the Holy spirit, with God. And so because we got that, that's our anchor. Remember, I told you about that tie knot when you end of your rope, you keep hanging. Right.
2: You got, right. That's what
3: you got to do, man. You, you cannot let this stuff get you. It's either the Word of God or the newspaper or the media or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you have to. You have to guard your mind.
0: Man, you've been around me for what at least twenty years,
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so you know me. <laughs> so when you talk about dispatching angels and stuff, I was like, I'm gonna need y'all to be on a recurring. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to have to ask y'all every morning <laughs> I want you just protect me, guard me uh, <laughs> wake up i I mean I had to laugh at myself. I'm like, don't let nothing come nigh me, that I' nothing Man. in my house, nothing but the Holy Ghost, nothing but the Holy Spirit from God, and I was like, I'm gonna need y'all to stay on your job.
3: Yeah, yeah, just, I'm just, the just recurring. So yeah, <laughs> recurring, yeah, recurring. Yeah, so you don't have to. wake so have to every morning and just say, "Look here, yeah." It's, it's a, this is a recurring one, okay?
0: <laughs> exactly, and the peace of God. Yep. That passes all understanding. all understanding. Because, um, Elder Brett, there are times when we pray.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That yeah. things don't go the way we thought or the way we figured. Mm-hmm. But that's where that level of trust comes in that yeah. says, I'm still going to pray. I'm still mm-hmm. going to, uh, you know, speak his word because he knows better than, than than I do. And if by chance someone passes away or, you know, through a sickness and we prayed, I was reading where the lady said, you know, they prayed and they prayed and, you know, that person passed away. And they said, well, how can you keep believing? I said, because... It's not just based on his actions. It's, I mean, based on what he, how does she say it? It's not based on him doing everything I want him to do. It's based on the fact that I trust him. And Mm -hmm. if that was the way after I prayed that he took it, wow, then I still trust him. And that Mm -hmm. is something because a lot of times people, you know, they want to get bitter they want to get mad at God mm-hmm. and I you know I've been kind of mad at him you know for a couple of minutes myself but yeah. um but then you come back to the reality that says he's an all-knowing God he's mm-hmm. an all-seeing God and that's where you trust that plan you trust mm-hmm. that process that's what she was saying she was saying mm-hmm. there is a process you know, to this thing, and yeah. and you have to continue to love and trust God, even if it doesn't. Everything doesn't work out the way you wanted to.
3: And, and you know, and that's 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 when you saying that. You know, you I don't know. If you remember back because um, you from from West Virginia back when I first came to the church. Maybe it was in ninety nine or two thousand. Somebody drowned back in west virginia there somebody's it was, around.
0: it was uh one of the deacons that uh at the old uh, what we call the temple of faith I think yeah that's what the name of bishop jake's old church was.
3: Mm-hmm. And yeah and I, yeah and i remember bishop i remember bishop when they couldn't they hadn't found the kid yet and i remember bishop said you know we're praying but he said something that that, that stuck with me he said but we can't twist god's arm to make it to, to make it come out the way we wanted to come out mm-hmm. and I was like wow okay yeah, I it was yeah. the
0: Smith Deacon Smith I remember the wife her name was Judy what was his name but yes I, I'm very familiar with them and, yeah. and, and 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 it is true I mean if you only love God mm-hmm. when everything goes good when everything goes your way yeah. uh, when you pray and do that and I'm genie, and everything just—yeah.
1: You know,
0: what kind of relationship is that? So does that mean when, when, when God doesn't do, or even in a natural mm-hmm. relationship, yeah. You know, if, if, you know, if I buy, uh, you know, close-up toothpaste, and you want it Colgate or Crest, does that mean you're gonna stop loving me? You know, I like to bring
3: it all the way down.
0: <laughs> you, have, you know, you have you there's a level of trust in a relationship yes. mm-hmm. you know that comes in yeah, yeah that comes in that says you know what i mm-hmm. i know that god has the best for me i don't like some of this stuff
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know i never wanted to be the poster child for someone waiting on a child you know to have a child i didn't want to be the poster child for the one you know being single and over 40 i didn't want to be the fo- you know but God knows what's what's best, and yeah. if certain things haven't happened in our life, I mean, you have to do it. I have to do it every day.
3: Yeah. I'm sure yeah, you would
0: have been like, I didn't like that doctor's report, but you didn't yeah. let it stop you. you. Didn't you? Didn't let it say, well, yes. "I don't yeah. love God anymore" because right. of this, whatever, right?
3: Yeah, and you know, a lot of times when we pray about things, Elder, the the road. To our answer, prayer doesn't look like we thought it was going to look like. Nor does the answer to your prayer look like you thought it was going to look like. Right. And, and see, you know, we we can pray and believe and, and pray and ask God to heal somebody, and when and when they pass away, they have received their healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they have received their healing. And, and you know, and I remember, I remember when my mother-in-law passed away, and I did her uh, memorial service, um, and it was a great size service, and and I did her her service, and I said, you know. She went to sleep on this side sick. But when right. she woke up on the other side, you know, she was totally healed.
0: You know, and then I have some people be, I don't believe that. I said, well, if that makes you, if that works for you, then don't believe that there's something yeah. on the other mm-hmm. side. But as for me in my house, I'm gonna yeah. believe what God says. Yes. And I think that's I think that's where that strength comes. There's where mm-hmm. that trust comes. And yeah. and Elder, there is I, I was taught this early in my Christian life that mm-hmm. you can tell God everything. Yeah, I mean everything. And and there are times where, well, I wasn't all of that crazy about how you handled mm-hmm. that situation. Yeah. I don't say it like <laughs> that. I did be like <clears throat> me with my personality I'm like I would have chose maybe a different way. You know mm-hmm. and I'd be like with all due respect you know but You know, that is prayer. That is a prayer too, because that is, you know, a communication,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, with God. And and I remember saying, you know, I would have I would have probably done this a little different. Different.
3: Yeah. I said,
0: but even though I didn't like the way it came out and I may have changed it, and then the Holy Spirit politely brings some things back to your remembrance, what Mm could have happened, he said, okay, this didn't happen. But look at all of this that did happen,
1: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: look at all the good, you're looking at this one thing, but look mm-hmm. at all the good, and that's when I really learned you know to to concentrate more on what's going right than what's going wrong,
3: yeah, yeah
0: and and, and I have that release.
3: Mm-hmm. But I have
0: that release with, with, with my heavenly father, just like I would with my natural father. you yeah. like, Dad, hey, I didn't like that. I'm, mm-hmm. You know, I remember being like, man, we lost that game, da-da-da-da-da. And my dad was saying, this is why I am. You would have loved Carl, Reverend Carl E. Boggs because he was <laughs> something else. And he said to me, we lost the big championship. And I came home with two trophies because I was all trophy. I was all whatever. Uh, and then I got um trophy for, you know, being in, we were runners-up in the volleyball tournament. I was good. But we didn't win that year, and I got him a car, and my dad was like, I said, Dad, we didn't win. He was like, well, did you play the best you could? Yeah. I said, yes, yes. <laughs> he said, well, get him next time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
3: <laughs> get him next time, yeah.
0: I'm telling you, he was like that with Everything he'd be like. That <laughs> I was like, eh. "Ah." Yeah. He was like, "If you did all you could do, you did the best you
3: could. You yeah. played well, you mm-hmm. know.
0: And you, you're coming home with two trophies. I was a trophy. I, I, I'm a trophy girl. Yeah, <laughs> you are. A trophy so
3: girl. What, a trophy So girl. with my.
0: <laughs> so what I, I'm telling the story yeah. because mm-hmm. I want everyone to know that your mm-hmm. heavenly father like even if you didn't have a good relationship with your natural father mm-hmm. the bible always says if you know your heavenly father oh uh, you know if you asked your father for a fish he won't give you a stone
3: right
0: and your right. heavenly father loves you mm-hmm. and if he didn't answer it the way that you wanted it to answer there's still that level of trust there's still that level of god I didn't like that but yeah. i trust you right then you have to do that when you got that yeah. diagnosis
3: yeah and, and that yeah that's the thing about it is is that you know it's trusting him you know mm-hmm. in spite of all of that and it's like okay well wait a minute you know what's happening here you know but right. the thing about it is, is that we can when we when we get those experiences those those Character building experiences where we have to learn how to trust God. I love it. Character building. Character, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because that's what it is. It builds our character to where yeah. we can trust God. That so no matter what happens, you know, um, we we know we're gonna be okay. And sometimes I have to wait till my emotions calm down. Okay, <laughs> yeah. wait till my emotions calm down, and, and then I can get focused. You know, I can get focused. And then after that, I'm like, okay, well, okay, wait a minute. You know what, wait a minute. i been I remember when then I started testifying to myself. Well, I remember when I went to X, Y, and Z. Exactly. So and that was and that was so I am I'm, I'm gonna get through this some kind of way. He's gonna get me through this. You know, and the message that we did this past Wednesday, and I'm gonna pick up and get it because I, I wasn't able to finish it this Wednesday, uh last Wednesday. Um I'm gonna pick up this this week is um practicing the presence of God. Okay. And uh, we did Psalm 139 and I did like verse one through seven and start. To, and, and the whole focus was, was that God is everywhere. He knows everything. He's omnipresent, He's omniscient. You know, he's all knowing God is everywhere. There's nowhere that you can go. That God is not with you. And especially if you're born again, because if you're born again, then God moved in on the inside of you. So wherever you go, he goes. And there's, and there's no escaping God um and his presence there's no there's and so it's all about practicing the present presence of God and and having an a heightened awareness of God in your life and you're heightened right. if you, of him operating in your life and his presence there at all times and so you, for me I just have to continue to just walk this thing out and and and, and it's like go through the day and like I was telling uh telling uh, the uh, the bible study is that you know just saying thank you God you know, as you ride along, just saying thank you. Just thank you. Open up your mind lines of communication. Just saying thank you, Lord. Thank you for the sky. You know, thank you because it's not sun is not shining outside, but I'm alive. You know, I got a roof over my head, I got clothes on my you know, you start thinking, God, and you start thinking about the things that you do have, and you realize how God is at work in your life. And if God and if you realize that God is at work in your life, you know, that changes your perception your perspective, everything changes around you. If Things around you might not change, but your outlook will change. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's
3: the thing about it is when you got the word of God and it's working in your life, you know, you can have that. You can have that peace. I told the team yesterday um, when I, um, when I got in there and I led them um, and I told them about how, you know, the word peace was just kind of rolling around in my spirit. And I told them, I said, you know, the word is peace. And I say, that um, in, in uh, Colossians 3.15, he talks about the peace that, uh, um, that let peace rule in your heart. The Amplified Bible said, let it act as an umpire, setting with all finality. So we have to let peace rule in our hearts.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, we have to
3: let peace. You know, God, Jesus said, the peace I give you is not like the world gives you, but I right. give you my peace. And because Jesus has given us his peace, we can have peace. So that no matter what goes on, like we were talking about earlier, no matter what goes on, we know we're going to be all right. And like I said, for me, sometimes when, when things happen and I get thrown off my square for a minute, but once I start getting back on point and I'm like, OK, well, wait a minute, you know, let my emotions calm down. And when I do that, then I'm, I'm good to go. I'm good to go because I'm, I've, I've learned I've been walking with God just a little too long not to take advantage of the things that I've learned. You know, because, right. and, and, and because I got the because I've got this history with him. You know, I've got this history with God that I can fall back on it and say, mm-hmm. you know what, Lord, thank you. Because I know that you've taken care of me in the past, and I know you right. got me covered today, and you got me covered tomorrow when tomorrow gets here. So for right now, I'm just gonna chill. <laughs> I'm just gonna chill.
0: And that and that encompasses everything. Yes. When we say, no matter what comes, no matter what goes we mean everything mm. and and you see this this little smile on my face if you had to see me 30 seconds before we click go live <laughs> it'd be like is she gonna make it is she gonna make it because it seemed like every everybody you know everything comes in at yeah. one time mm. on, on friday i mean not friday on mondays <laughs> you're like yeah okay but it's taught me to my experience. stay calm, move things, mm-hmm. keep it, you know, and just keep it yeah. moving. And that's the peace of God. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, yeah. So you have got your little red hoodie hoodie on.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, cause uh, when I do my five minutes with God, I always wear a t-shirt or whatever I got, you know, for the five minutes with God.
1: Uh-huh. And so,
3: you know, we are, we, we, you know, we, we trying to do the best we can, to let people get more intimate with god and more intimate with their bible with five minutes with god and it's I a book see. that i wrote and you can go okay. to my website you know i have you can get i have a few books like you get signed copies there but you can go to amazon.com it's there get it get yourself a copy of it um and it will bless you i'm telling you everybody's got a copy has been blessed by it and and i'm still reading it and it's uh, every day You, know, it's it's thunder and get Come it up, now
0: because in. it's february's it's ending yep. in february and you can just pick up in March. Pick so up. go to BOTVM.com. Yep. Yes. And you can get your signed copy there. Or go to Amazon.com and order five minutes with God. Yep. Brett
3: T. Gilford. Yep. BT Gilford. Guilford. <laughs> yeah, I'm on all social media platforms. Because we do it on we do it Monday mornings at 6 a.m. Central on Facebook and YouTube. And then we got a Bible study Facebook and YouTube. Uh, on Wednesday mornings at nine central. So, hey, check it out. You know, come join us because we are having fun walking in the Word. we awesome. have fun walking in the Word, and I, I'm having a ball. I'm going time of my life.
0: So you can be empowered in joy, and yeah, if you, you can
3: rest in His Word.
0: In
3: the Word. Yeah, like All right. Can, well, thank like you so much. Like you resting on the pillow, and, and 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 there's a hurricane going on. He said, "You know, no, nah, you can rest in it. Just rest. That's right. Rest That's in it." Right. Man, this, this time this goes by too fast, Elder Boggs, you know? It
0: does, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, it goes by That's awful fast.
0: Give you, you a couple more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much yeah. for being on the Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word. And we talk to, We will talk to you again yeah. next week.
3: All right. Have a good one, Cheryl. Bye.
0: God bless. Well. I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word, heard here live every Monday, beginning at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. Don't go anywhere, because after the break, you're going to definitely want to stay tuned for Justice Jack. This is Cheryl, host of the Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word. Broadcasting live each week on Mondays at 6 p.m. Central from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear inspiring messages, guest interviews, and a word you don't want to miss. Be sure to log on each week on Mondays at 6 p.m. Central for the Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word. Right here on Fishbowl Studios. Jump in.
3: Podcasters, The name of the game is to get more visibility for your podcast so you can gain more credibility with your audience, thus more profitability. If you're ready to start syndicating your podcast and massively grow your audience and influence, then contact Fishbowl Radio Network today at 817-633-4880. Fishbowl Radio Network is one of the largest streaming platforms in the world. And now your podcast can be heard all over the world by the listening audience that Fishbowl Radio Network has amassed over the last 11 years. With over 6 million impressions a month and growing, this is a platform that all podcasters should be on to create greater visibility for their podcast. Jump in today and be a part of the Fishbowl family, streaming great live internet radio shows and podcasts 24-7, 817-633-4880. Jump in. Wake up and text. Fishbowl Radio Network yeah. you. Your voice matters Jump in
0: Hi, this is Cheryl, and I'd like to tell you about my song, Tumble
1: Hear shackles rattling Foot stomps and hands are clapping Jericho's walls are crashing Tumbling, tumbling
0: The story of Tumble is a story of victory on the horizon, but hasn't taken effect yet. The walls haven't quite come down, but you can see the cracking taking place, and the process is beginning. The battle is still raging, but victory is within your grasp. Tumble by Cheryl Boggs featuring The Outcry is available for download on all digital platforms. Download your copy today. If you're looking for an easy listening Praise and Worship CD with a fresh sound and anointing, then this is the CD for you. Peer Worship from My Heart to His by Cheryl Boggs. Peer Worship will inspire you and bring a level of peace and the presence of God to you wherever you are. For more information, you may visit my website at www.cherylboggs.com. Also available on iTunes and cdbaby.com. My testimony is the latest CD by Cheryl Boggs, featuring the hit single Some Trust, powerful worship songs such as In Your Presence and Holy Spirit Breathe, and there's a throwback song, I Thank You. Download your copy of My Testimony by Cheryl Boggs today at CherylBoggs.com, iTunes, CD Baby, and all digital outlets. You'll find your testimony in My Testimony by Cheryl Boggs.
3: What's up, everybody? It's Mr. TalkBox here, and you're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word. Let's go.
0: Hey everybody, it's your girl Alexis Spite, and you are listening to Cheryl Boggs resting in his in his word.
3: Hey y'all, this is Ron Point Dexter and you listen to the Cheryl Boggs show, and you're resting in his word.
2: Perfect, thank
3: you. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Wayne And You are listening to Cheryl Boggs resting in his word. I'm
1: in cherry. trust in the name of the Lord.
0: there is a trust. There is a hope. There is a power. There is a peace. There is a joy that comes with trusting the Lord. I'm not telling you everything is going to just be so perfect every day. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that when you have the Lord Jesus Christ in your life, Like the song said earlier, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And so things are chaotic. Things will get chaotic. But when you have a God that sits high and looks low, and you have a God that has all power, when you have that name of Jesus that you can run into and be safe, listen, when I tell you everything is going to turn out all right, if it's not good yet, then it, God's not done. So remember that. The next time you want to just drive over a cliff or shoot yourself in the head, remember that there's always hope and there is hope beyond the scope of human limitation. I heard that years ago. And when I was, who was I? Maybe 19. And I had my first little apartment. You could throw a rock from one side to the other. And all I heard, I had this little radio. I told you this last week. All I had was a little red radio. I don't know where it came from. But no TV, no phone. This little apartment. <laughs> and only thing, I could get one station. And I would listen to R.W. Schambach for 15 minutes. And he would tell me, you don't have any trouble. All you need is faith in God. And unsper to me. Is that a word, unspen Anyway, <laughs> ah, that stayed with me. So no matter what it looked like, I was like, all you need is faith in God. Ooh, I'm encouraging myself. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word. Heard here live every Monday, 5 p.m., starting at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network. I'm excited to have my guest with me today. It's very interesting. We're gonna take this journey with with her and how she started out and how she ended up a TV host, and how she ended up. Let's just bring her on and let her tell us a little bit about what's going on. All right, well, hello there. Jacqueline Scott. Unmute for me. Hit the unmute. Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Great. Glad to hear it. I know how busy you are. So we kind of lost your picture. So come on back. Yes, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. All right. So should I address you as judge? Uh, I know that you go as, uh, Justice Jackie, am I saying that right?
4: Just Jackie. Just Jackie? Just Jackie. Jackie. You can just call me Jackie. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's take this journey. Let's see. You you went
4: to the Grammys? Yes, yeah. I, I did, I did. Thanks to Dr. Phillips. Uh, I had a great time. Okay. So was that for your? It was. It was actually uh, in reference to Cajun Court TV. I um, I just had this desire to go, and I heard uh, Dr. Phillips talking and speaking in reference to someone she'd help uh, write a letter or something to attend. So I just happened to mention that I wanted to go, and we've been uh, having this conversation about my show in reference to syndication. And so that was a move that I never thought would uh, come to fruition. I just happened to make a statement and she made it happen. So <laughs> there it was the Grammys had a great time. I uh, connected is- with some people in California and they just led the way from one thing to another. And so it was great. It was great. Isn't that how God does it? It is. Isn't Won't it- he do it? Won't he do Won't it? You just it. have to trust him. Yeah, and we'll get to that Cajun Cajun,
0: you know. You see, I'm not from Louisiana. Yeah, Cajun Court TV. Cajun Court TV. Correct. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I did take a look at it. I looked at the, uh, I looked at a, a few, you know, the the infomercial part, the commercial yes. part. Yes. Okay. So what is this? Okay, she went to the Grammys, and then she wants to talk about the Moms Club.
4: Yeah. Well. Um- one of the things uh when it was uh, announced that I was going, they had one of the producers in California invite me to the celebrity mom club very very interesting show uh a lot of topics in reference to moms and uh being a celebrity, so I don't consider myself as a celebrity, but uh interesting conversation with so many people uh and their kids so it was just really really an awarding conversation
0: okay well let's back up a little bit because i like to hear a little backstory. how long have you been practicing you know okay. law
4: and yeah give us a little bit of that why you well, why are you doing that well actually i've been practicing 35 years seems like i'm 65 So uh, I I started off, I was a probation officer. I had the opportunity to go to court, read up on some of the cases. Um, I would listen to individuals who'd hired attorneys. Uh, Some worked out, some didn't. And I I thought uh, about the logistics of hiring an attorney and what happens when people hire attorneys and the results. So I decided that I would... um, try to help my community by becoming a lawyer, not to, not for money, but to help someone. And it wasn't, it, you know, the money came, but it was all about helping individuals who had legal problems.
0: Yes. And, so and I, we I, I all know. It.
4: Yes, yes. Go ahead. I started off, uh, I wanted to be a criminal lawyer and I wanted to be a judge. So during the process, after I graduated from law school, it took me a minute to pass the bar. So I um, at one time I said I started teaching school and I said well I don't know if I want to practice law, but after that I began practicing. Uh, My first case was like a dog bite case; it was a civil case. And so, and I started doing criminal law. I I started doing the personal injury. Uh, Then I decided I didn't want to be a judge, so I was just like, okay, Uh, I like the criminal law, but more so, I started doing like the Um, 18-wheeler cases, some of the high-end cases. Um, And then I had a situation where I would go to my mom's house and she would be watching Judge Wapner on TV and I would go and no matter what, she had Judge Wapner on and I was like, that's not what we do in court, that's reality. Uh, Court doesn't work like that. And so whether she'd be sick or whatever, Judge Wapner was on and she was the kind of person that gave like Mari advice to the community, so I was like, hmm, uh, and they had an episode uh, where Judge Wapner was giving advice to some siblings who were fussing over a little nothing, and he said that um, your family is all you have, uh, you all are sweating the small stuff, uh, only thing you have is your family, so I said, hmm, so maybe, uh, I looked at the credits, I said, what's this come from, and so it was like California, and they had something about New York, and I said, well, I wanna do this in Louisiana. I never ever thought it would come to fruition. So here I am. I had a friend. Actually, uh she was like my uh advertising person. I was doing the phone book way back then, you know, it was way back then, phone book. And so she uh said she used to work for the TV station and she said, We can do that. And so it just took off from there. I became uh someone one of the judges took an interest in me. And actually made me uh an ad hoc judge where I didn't have to run for the position, and i you know i'm I'm a judge where I can sit in for the judges who are at you know uh have a leave uh so it works out. it worked out very well
0: awesome awesome and i love i love the fact i because I've heard stories you know they would uh they would well let me see how I can put it. one man came up to me and he said. If I had a better lawyer, I wouldn't even be. <laughs> and right. I said, well, we need to help our people because if they don't get good lawyers, they serve more time than than they really need to
4: on small well, yeah, yeah. Actually, you have to have a passion for it. And like I said, I didn't, I, I never thought about the money. I never, it was, for me, it was helping uh those individuals who had problems. So I, and again, being a probation officer, I had the opportunity to see what, um, and you know, this is not about racism, but a lot of things went on that I was displeased with and I wanted to be the positive person, be the example. So uh, I was just blessed to be in a position where I could help and make a difference.
0: And that's what we need. And that's why, you know, we wanted to honor you today for wanting to make a difference, just like we are in. Of course, you know, African-Americans, we have history every every month, but we're thankful for the February that we have black history. And I thought it would be and uh, shout out to uh, Rhonda Marie, uh, because she is definitely an advocate for you. And she's definitely, you know, uh, a voice uh, for the community. So right. shout out well, to her. I, yeah, I'm most appreciative. Yeah. yeah. So you had an
4: interview with um Judge Joe Brown? I did, I did. They're very, very exciting. Um I mean being at the Grammys just had a lot of contact. And that was one of them. Um mm-hmm. And when I was told that, hey, look, uh, Joe Brown wants to speak with you and he gave me some advice in reference to my show. And I, I mean, it was just uh a rewarding conversation about what do you do in situation, uh, from practicing law to being a judge to listen at uh listen to media you know, people in a mediation uh type situation, how you get cases and he'd been in for a while and then I listened to him uh, in terms of politics. Never wanna be in politics, but I understand he's <laughs> running for mayor of the city. And so it was just really, really a rewarding conversation. Okay. So it's like God was just taking you full circle. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So then, it really okay. was. And, and I, I, you know how you see a personality on TV and you never know what the underlying uh, demeanor of you know, a person is, but he was just really, really nice. And I see some of the things like uh, <laughs> I was uh, a little nervous at first, but it really worked out. It really worked out.
0: Okay. Awesome. So, Cajun TV, yes. Cajun Court TV.
4: Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. So, this was a, a a dream. This was a vision. This was something that you said. Just your mother. You'd come home, or your mother reiterate that story, and then tell us how it developed into okay. the television.
4: Okay. Well, one thing about it, uh, you know, it's just being morally fit. And sometimes I I think in in this world, well, growing up, you know, I have to tell, I got lots of whipping cuz I was always uh doing something, maybe I didn't have any uh business doing. I was a little busybody in the neighborhood. So, uh she taught me, you know, you know, like the Bible says, better or better child. So, she believed in that. So, just just having to been in that environment where I wanted something, but she taught us to be the best. And just, I just wanted to get out of the environment that I was in. I had a grandmother who was always in church and she talked about character. And we talked, you no, know, I've heard it say that you want to die with a good name. So with that, um, just being a good person in general. Um, so oftentimes you, you, uh, these young people don't have any examples uh, to be better uh, sometimes you, you you dealt with a certain environment, but it doesn't mean you have to remain in that particular environment. And I was around good people. So mm-hmm. with that, I just wanted to be good myself. So never wanted to get in trouble because my mom would always say, if you go to jail, I'm not coming to get you. So I didn't want really to go to jail. <laughs> so uh, I avoided that. But uh, one of the things that I thought that in giving back to the community was to be able to tell someone, hey, you you know, do the right thing. And you mm-hmm. never, um, you can never advance in life if you're constantly getting in trouble uh, and you don't know the uh, consequences or uh, understand the consequences of your action because no, no matter what we do, there are consequences to what we uh, do in life. And so it follows you. And so I just wanted to be just the best in everything that, you know, i was doing and it you know i mean it you know it comes back where you um uh you won't be perfect i you know i've had some ups and downs but uh i had my mom used to say well if you fall you know fall down pick yourself up you know that sort of thing mm-hmm. so I'm, right. you know, I'm always, you know when i fall down hey i don't stay down i just get up and keep on keeping on and that's what i try to generate um with these shows it's, it's not where i want it to be But I keep working. I've been doing it for a minute and I'm not an actress. Uh, Never thought I'd be in a position. But, you know, you want to have fun. Uh, I'm not like just Judy. I'm not calling you idiot, you stupid. Uh, I know she makes a lot of money doing that. But I want to be a catalyst where I can actually uh, do some good, where people Mm. will remember uh, some of the words I say that will benefit them in life, not just a show to, you know, again, to make money. And I find the money will come no matter if you, if you have the passion for it, the money, I'm a living witness, you know, the money will come.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my cash. After, you know,
1: before we, <laughs> before we, before we, uh, <laughs> so, so, for yours, so, you can send
0: all right, so let's talk about it's is it a reality show? Are they actors? Are they real uh, real
4: cases in the Cajun Court T V show?
1: Yeah.
4: That's a good question. Uh, one of the things and we do have we, we mix and match and I and I I have to learn and study. Uh, some of the cases are reenacted, some are real. Um, and one of the it's when you have like when you're suing vendors, situations like that, you know they don't want to be on TV. They don't want to, you know, you are right. suing them and someone. Hey, you didn't fix my car, right? Of course, they they're not gonna come as defendant. So right. sometimes if they want to make a statement and hey, look, I I did what I was supposed to do, they may want to come. And that's the uh, that's a hard thing trying to get people to come in either area dirty laundry or um, just getting them to just face. Come and just present their problems. So right. you know, some people will. So it's just you know, this is a show that you know, it's on every day. So which means you have to have a lot of shows. So yeah, killer. <laughs> but you know, of course, you just don't tell everybody, hey, because you know, did <laughs> you have those? Yeah. Girls, you know, but, but and uh, there's I mean, a lot. And there's a
0: lot of shows that do reenactment that we yeah. see. Yes. You know, and because they be like, how hey, they
4: know that's how.
0: And then yeah. they have
4: that little caption. This is a reenactment. Uh, right, right. And, As a matter of fact, I was on a show, uh, Fatal Attraction. And it was uh, called The uh, Cemetery Stalker. And I was one of the commentaries. So it was reenacted where, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a guy went in dating a, a lady met the guy. Actually, she met him in the jailhouse. And that's the kind of thing I want to do. Hey, you know, you have to be careful who you meet. You have to be careful. Internet. There are so many you have to uh, be careful if you put something on the internet, you know, you can't erase it. So those are the things that I like to do and to uh, put my percep my in a position to, hey, you, you just can't put everything on, on the internet. But anyway, that particular show was about uh, a woman meeting a man at the jail. She was lonely, went to the uh, jailhouse, allowed him to come live with the family. And then she ended up, she wanted another guy. Uh got another boyfriend and he decided, well, hey, I'll just, uh, you know, do away with all of y'all. And it was a sad story, but that was a reenactment. A reenactment, excuse me.
0: Yes, yes. You know what I really like? And you said I could call you Jacqueline or Jackie? Yes,
4: that's fine.
0: Uh, I really like that even with the entertainment part of it, because you got to have that. Mm -hmm. I love what you said earlier about helping people and teaching about morals and teaching, Mm -hmm. you know, what not to put on the internet, what not to do. Mm -hmm. Because there was just a story where the lady met someone, uh, I guess on Facebook and they met and he ended up Mm -hmm. killing her. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's some good, but then like you said, there has to be, you know, a balance and we need someone uh, in this day with, uh, the young people, middle-aged people, old. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: we yeah. used to say, "I want the millennials," but now I'm seeing that older people yeah. gonna need a little yeah. wisdom, too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, everybody, and so you know, I I love that. Um, so how long has Cajun, Me in this Cajun word, Cajun yeah. Court TV. How long has it been on the air?
4: Well. Since actually, uh, two thousand and thirteen, I started, and we didn't film. We film like every other month because I do have my practice, so mm-hmm. it's not sort of like a little side fun thing. Actually, I would film, and I have my case, and believe it or not, I, I, I want, it's a transition in terms of my practice and law. I say, hey, I just what I want to do. I end up getting uh a lot of cases from having Cajun Court, so we were in the middle like and then now um, we're waiting and, and until July to start new episodes for the fall. Okay. And left up to uh, Rhonda, she's trying to get it moving. So one day I hope to be on stage for an Emmy. So that's her goal. So hey, look, when God has His hands in something, you can't do it all. the only thing I'm hard. I, I, I worked hard. and You never know where it leads
0: very I much haven't so. given up <laughs> you got you got the right person she, yes, will, yes, she yes. will push it so yes. i'm so excited for you it's a great uh tell us how we can go and look at some of the um older episodes
4: that you have yes and uh exact in fact we have the uh episodes from the very uh uh commencement the very beginning of Cajun court they're airing right now but you can go on YouTube uh, okay. Cajun court uh, at YouTube you can also occasioncourt.com and you can if you go in and you know, Facebook and like my page I would love that you know anyone wants to donate to Cajun court we you know just go to Cajun court TV we would be happy to take a donation and just pray for us for syndication you know prayer words. Uh more importantly, uh we believe in God, we believe in the process we process, we believe in uh just working mm-hmm. miracles and and pray for me that I I wanna be like I wanna be just Judah. I'm not in, you know, now I look at her and I'm saying, Hey, I can be the I can do it. So <laughs> a lot of hard yeah. work, but uh I wanna have fun to it without all of the stress. Yes. And the good thing about it, I actually own the show. I'm not a talent. And so uh, anyone that's interested. Just go, like our page, help us out. Uh, We want to go around the world. Right now, we're in Shreveport, um, Texas, um, uh, East Texas, Arkansas. Uh, We go as far as Monroe, Louisiana. But YouTube and social media, hey, you got us. Can't miss us. Tell your audience, hey, look, we look forward to seeing all those likes on Facebook yes yes we're on instagram as well okay Okay. well you
0: definitely want to definitely go and check out cajun court tv with jacqueline scott aka justice jacket (laughs) go to their page on facebook and like it uh follow them follow on instagram and and be a part be a part of something positive. Be a part uh, of of something that's educational, yet fun. And uh
4: thank you. And we appreciate all of the prayers we can get.
0: And pray for her and all and her staff as well. All right. Okay. Well thank you so much. I know you say, it seems like you're on your way to a meeting or something.
4: Yeah, I well uh, yes. Uh I'm I'm in fact uh the Mississippi Mass Choir is in Shreveport. So I took the time, Ronnie. Said, "Hey, look, you got to be on uh, Miss Boggs at uh, six o'clock." I said, "I'll be there." And so I'm in the parking lot waiting to go in. So, hey, I couldn't. If I had missed this, I would have been in big trouble. <laughs> but I'm so well, glad. I'm so. I'm so glad. I really appreciate you having me on your show. Really awesome show. Thank you so very much. Thank
0: you, and God bless you. Enjoy the concert. Okay. Thank you. Right, bye Bye bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word. And it's heard live every Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network. Well, right after this song, I'm going to be sharing some encouraging words with you to get you through your Monday. So don't go anywhere. I will be right back. I gotta craze, I gotta craze, and I gotta get it out. I gotta praise. hit something i got this little uh i don't know what it is (laughs) i got a little haze going on Uh, mr engineer pull up another song so that i can uh, get my get my light back on can you do that for me We're going to go to another song. Let's see what he's got. Okie dokie. And then I can figure out what I clicked on. I
1: stayed up late one.
0: Yes, yes, yes. No matter what's going on in our lives, we've got to trust the Lord. And I've got this this uh, beautiful, uh, I don't know, it's kind of orangey <laughs> picture going on. But that will never stop the word of God. All right. Well, we just, uh, those of you that are on Facebook, you get to see a nice orangey glow. And, uh, but that's not, like I said, going to stop the word from going on. There are times in our lives when, I mean, everything is going great. I mean, your job is great. Your kids are great. Your husband's great. You know, you've been waiting to get pregnant and all of a sudden, wow, you're pregnant now. And life is good. Just brought a house paid good price for it, and everything is good. And then life can happen and then all of a sudden a lot of things start going wrong. But he's the same God in the valley that he is on the mountain. There's no change. There's no shadow. Of turning you're not you know you didn't get blessed and everything is going your way because you were so good that's not how it works because that's not the God that we serve because if that was the God that we serve then when everything goes haywire when everything is chaotic when you lose the job when you lose the house when you lose the job and you have to be on unemployment for a minute or you have to, you know, try to find something. When you go through different changes, God doesn't love you any less than he loved you when you were on the mountaintop. A friend of mine sings a song that says the God of the valley is still the God of the mountain is still the God in the valley. And his love doesn't change. His love doesn't change because one day you got everything right. You crossed every T. You dotted every I. And you didn't cuss nobody out. And you was just singing praises all day long. And everything was good and everything. And then the next day, somebody cut you off in traffic and... Uh you 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 know word came flying out of your mouth and like oh my god am I even a Christian or somebody you know made you upset. Oh does God even love me? I I want to be the first to tell you, if you have not ever heard this, God is not schizophrenic at all. He not bipolar at all. He's, his love is not based on how good you are, his love is not based on how perfect in that particular moment or how bad you were in that particular moment because if that be the case then the, you know the bible tells us that uh, we would all be wrong i mean we would uh, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of god if he was if if god was going to count all of our wrongs and 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 judge us every day by that then none of us would be saved none of us would have it, um, would, would even be okay. Because every minute, something crazy can happen, like the next minute, you can have a white background and the next minute you can have an orangey background. But regardless of what that is, there is a God that loves you. There's a God that cares. There's a God that knows. And his love is not based on that. It can't be. It can't not be, because life changes. It changes in a minute. And so I wanted to encourage you today to let you know that your best life is not behind you. It's in front of you. And as my previous guest um, a couple of weeks ago, Cheryl Thomas, let us know, that the encouraging things that she puts on Facebook are basically first for her. And then she says if it blesses her, then she believes it will bless someone else. And 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 that's what I'm saying to you. Every day, I have to look at my life. I have to look at the circumstances. I have to look at the mountains that are in front of me. I have to look at this job. I have to look at this other job. I have to look at everything. And I have to come to the conclusion that says, you know what? I was built for because if not, and then I you know, we would just fall apart and I wouldn't be here right now. You know, not anything negative. I just wouldn't have clicked the computer to go live. I would have just said, nah, we're doing the archive today. But no, you have to show up. You have to show up and show that situation, show that problem, show the enemy of your soul that you are not gonna give in, you are not gonna give out, you are not gonna quit. Quitting is not an option. It's not an option. And I say that it's like a dichotomy because on one hand, you'd be like, Well, I quit. And on the other hand, we say, Well, quitting is not an option. It's not it's 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 there. But then you have to come to your to yourself and say, but it's not an option. I'm not checking that box. In other words, it may be on there, but I'm not checking it and I'm not giving up. I am going to walk in what everything that God has for me. And I think sometimes with uh, when I I'm going to probably do um, more of the quotes and things of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. There were plenty of other people you know, that uh, we could celebrate on uh, Black History Month, like the man that invented the lawnmower, the one that invented the traffic light. We come from a long history, a long history of people that did incredible things, but were never really given the credit for it. But I'm going to talk about that, but one of the one of the things um, I love the "I Have a Dream" speech that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. did. But one of my absolute favorite things that I have to think about on a consistent, consistent um, basis is he says, "Faith is taking the first step." when you don't see the entire staircase because you can't get to the next level until you first take that step on step one and that's the thing that people don't want to do we know we like we know we want to start at the top we don't want to
3: no i don't
0: want to start at the bottom i want to start at the top but every staircase every Thing that we go through has a step you have to take that first step, and I think about I thought about um, Rosa Rosa Parks and when they interviewed her, and and they were like, you know, did you mean to take a stand? You know, did you know you were going to go down the history? And somewhere in the article, she said, "No, I was just tired." She sat, down. she sat down because she was tired, not because she was trying to make a big statement. She's like, I'm just tired. And, and of course, you know, you can play on that word tired. You know, I'm tired of walking to the back of the bus. I'm tired of trying to be second. I'm tired. But at that moment, she said she was just tired and she sat down. So you never know what is going to change history, what you do. It may seem small to you, but it can change history. Ain't that amazing? She just wants to sit down. I saw the, um, the little girl, I think her name was Ruby, that was the first uh, kindergartner that went into an all-white school. I was like, wow. And she was just walking like a champ. She was like, okay. You know, she came out there just walking. She wasn't scared. So I I think about that. I think about how the things that we're doing now, someone's going to read about it later. And sometimes I think about, well, what kind of legacy am I going to leave? You know, sometimes people think they have to have you know, five kids, one child. You can leave a legacy by just being you and by you just being and doing what God called you to do and be. And I think the greatest thing that anyone can do is to celebrate the uniqueness that is them. Celebrate the uniqueness that is you. It's it's taken me a lot of years to understand that nobody can beat me being me. Nobody can beat you being you. And every good and perfect gift does come down from the Father from the Father of lights, from the Father above. Like James says in, in James one, every good and perfect gift and whatever he placed inside of you, you have to hold down your corner as they say, you have to do that. Because in your eyes, it may be small, In Rosa's eyes, she was just tired, so she sat down, but she's in history. She's in the history now. You know, Martin Luther King, I often wonder what he would think about when he would go home after a long day of marching and seemingly not seeing any change. I wonder what kind of thoughts went through his mind that he had to combat with the word of God. That says, no, I'm doing this. This is my purpose. This is my calling at this time. And I won't even act as if there were not moments where he wanted to stop, because I'm sure there were. I'm sure there were moments where he was like, this is not working. And this, but looking at it and looking at history, the way that, you know, we're, Looking at it from the outside in, and I'm sure when he had those moments and then the Holy Spirit would speak to him or he'd grab his Bible and begin to read, you know, that God's going to make a way out of no way. And he kept going and kept getting up. So that's your word today. I want you to get up, stay up, stay up, go check out Get Up by Cheryl Boggs on YouTube on Vimo. Hey, you can download that on Apple Music, Spotify, everywhere. You definitely want to go and listen to that song because it says, no matter what, God will see you through it. Well, I'm evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You've been listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show with the Living Color. I heard live every Monday. Beginning at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network. I pray that you will join me again next week, and I pray that this would be the best week of your life. All right? God bless you. You've been listening to Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Please send all prayer requests, questions, or comments to rihw at sherylboggs.com. Resting in His Word is a listener-supported program. To find out how you can support the program, you may visit my website at cherylboggs.com or call 972-239-0406 for more information. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please read Romans 10, 9-13 and pray to receive Jesus in your heart today. You'll be glad you did.
1: And remember... He that dwells in this secret
0: place will always be free.